I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen misunderstood emo Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. Uh, hi, I'm Super Cookie, and I play Coco, the Gangrel. This is Cotton, and I play Terrence, the Tremere. So you guys were all driving to talk to Dr. Bain, I believe. Is that still the plan? Yes, that is still the plan. Okay. Are you guys letting him know that you're coming? Yes. Art will give him a call and go through the rigmarole of asking for permission to step upon his lands and observe the ancient treaties and blah, 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 blah. I like the idea of making you roll for something here that is politics related. For me roll dice. Yeah, I, I figured we start off on a you know terrible situation. All right. Yeah. Clearly. Uh, I would ask whether or not you are trying to be manipulative, or if you are trying to uh, appease the what's the word? Appease the ancient traditions and all that bullshit. Uh, manipulative. Fuck the ancient traditions. I'd sneak on there if I could. Uh, so manipulation and politics. Yeah, that sounds. Modifiers. Uh, on four dice, I have one success. Okay. So he's gonna see you. Are you telling him what you want to see him about, or are you? Uh, are you trying to wait until that is in like an in-person statement? That is definitely 150% an in-person thing. It is, we will discuss this, if you do not mind, in person. Cool. So, he will see you, uh, and then part of the the conversation will be, uh, part of the phone conversation for this meeting will be dependent upon what you're about to ask for, is he's... Uh, realistically, he wants to charge you a boon of some size for your use of his time. And dependent upon how important the use of your time or the use of his time will depend upon what he wants to try and charge you guys to do. And he's happy to disseminate that debt amongst everybody that's coming. I think that Art will put his hand over the mouth of the phone and look at Missy and say, doesn't Bane owe you something for all the shit he put you through? Uh, Missy will kind of rubber chest and say, yeah, I think he owes. I think he owes owes me a, a favor. Yeah, this is what I thought. And he'll look back at Coco and say, he owes you something too. I am sure of it. Yes. I mean, like, yeah, I had to put up with being in that hospital. That should be enough. Yeah, that is what I thought. And Art will will uncover the mouth of the phone and say, I understand your time is very valuable, but there is also time uh, amongst my coterie mates that you have spent that is also valuable. So we can do this horse trading in person, I think. That way we can look each other in the eye and spit on the hand and shake on it, as it were. There is a bit of silence on the other end of the phone as he's like, fuck, they got me. 
And then he'll tell you a time that is roughly 90 minutes or so from now that he can meet you at a place more or less of your choosing. Uh, are you? Do you want to meet at the hospital or do you want to meet somewhere nearby? As this is... Well, no, because we, we can meet nearby. We don't necessarily have to step onto the property just yet. Um, because if this is, you know, a camera issue and the camera is going to be like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and wipe this bitch's memory, then I don't have to do anything. Um, whereas if I have to step on, then it's going to be us paying boons for something that's already going to be happening. So I want to get a feel for the situation off-site before uh, we do all the negotiation. So let's call it... Um, I'm certain there's a 24-hour coffee shop close to that hospital. Oh, that, for sure. The the ambulance drivers, the employees, people coming and going all the time. Yeah, so I am certain that there is uh, a table there uh, or or nearby there that they can uh, they can discuss that even if it's just like a uh, like a guy with a hot dog cart nearby that's selling like coffee and croissants or something to people who don't want to go in and sit at the uh, coffee shop. I always like the thought of a hot dog vendor just sitting there slinging stuff on the corner. That's the great that's a great place to do a clandestine meeting. Because then there's hot dogs. Mm, something for you guys to, to talk about. Right. While we discuss how the sausage is made. Mm, indeed. Cool. Uh, you guys have a little bit of time to kill us. Is there anything you want to do beforehand? And this goes to, to any of y'all. Uh, yeah, uh, art, art and arts player do, does not want to uh, monopolize the time. Well, Coco is obviously stuck along for the ride. I've already tried weaseling out like a hundred times. So I'm just going to kind of grumble the whole time because I don't even know why I got to go. Like, for real. And I believe Missy's premonition told her she needed to go here. So, yeah. No. I mean, that could be something that Missy thinks. That may or may not be what is actually the solution to your problem. You don't know. Missy thinks a lot of things. Oh boy, does she. Okay, so some time will pass, and he's probably not early. He's probably, if anything, just the slightest bit late. But Dr. Bain will pull up in a reasonably pricey car. Nothing that's, like, super expensive. Nothing that's super cheap, either. But this is, like, this guy is a doctor. He has some money. Uh, he has a driver who gets out and stands politely in a place where they can be seen and not heard. And uh, I guess he'll just ap approach you guys, make himself known, get a hot dog from a guy that, from what you can see, clearly recognizes him. Excellent. Uh, I think that Art will... Um, kind of approach, keep somewhat of a respectful distance i think he's already got a cooling cup of coffee in one hand and he's got his uh, pack of smokes he's he's pulling one out so he can 
give it a quick light. And do, do, do. He's going to Blush of Life. Oh, he wants to enjoy this. Yes. Okay, cool. He's, he's going to look the part. If if there's going to be some some people around, then he may as well look like he's breathing and shit. Even though he looks atrocious. You know, he's meeting a doctor, so clearly it's about his condition. <laughs> so what condition? Oh, you know, the condition. It's the, the condition my condition is in. Yeah, so uh, are the rest of you guys getting anything? Or are you guys just... First of all, are you getting out of the car for this meeting, or are you guys staying in the car? Like, I don't want to have to. I don't really even want to have to talk to him. Like, he's kind of creepy. He is a kind of a creepy doctor, so that tracks. I'll get out. Sure. Yeah. We have Coco in the car. Yeah, I can smell the coffee from here, and I've, like, got your backs or whatever. And as soon as you guys get out of the car, I just... Get back on my phone. You hear the radio station change and the music gets up louder. Right. Uh, cool. So he will hold up his coffee. He'll blow on it because appearances. And as you guys are standing at, you know, a, a store or so down so that this guy's got some space. And you just, you know, uh, I guess he just kind of like gives you a gives you a nod and says, uh, I am sorry for the late hour. What is it that I can assist you with? It is the, the the hour of the evening is of no issue to us. It is very nice that you have agreed to see us on such short notice. I am following up a lead on a potential... Hmm, how do I see this? I believe that somebody has been admitted to your facility that may have um, opinions on uh, events of the city that affect uh, many people like you and I. He looks over to Missy to see if Missy's got anything to say about that. She doesn't need that anything to say, but if she has, she doesn't. She's she's just uh, standing there, just you know, looking, trying to look as formidable and determined as she can. She's mean mugging. This is great. Yeah, mean mugging. <laughs> you got your your hype Malkavian in the corner. I'd be crazy not to. He will pretend to sip at his coffee, like bring it up to his lips, tilt it a little bit, bring it back down. Uh, as you know, there are various protections in place against patient information and identities and things of that nature that it would be against the oaths that I took before my promotion to to violate. Ah, yeah, of course, of course. It is not an issue of identification that uh, concerns me. I already know who the person is. Uh, what concerns me is the the mental state of this person after the toll of the evening that has been taken upon her, allegedly. And how easily that she can be made to forget such fantasies of terrors of the night. He he gives that look again, I think. And then 
kind of, he's weighing weighing stuff because you guys are talking in spy crosstalk, right? Right. Like I know that you know that I know that this, and I uh, trying to figure out: Are you? Do you want to hide things from him so that, like, you maintain more of your uh, position, I guess? Or are you trying to, like, what's a role here that we can see how agreeable he is going to be? Because, like, he's, it is in his interest as a kindred of the city to, to handle this business. But it is a matter of, like, what is he going to make you do as part of it? And like, sure, you guys are uh, are even up on boons, but there is more than just wiping one person's memory, which he doesn't know that you guys handled, uh, like the the police report and stuff. Uh, sure. Do you want to do you want to tell him that? Do you want to keep that to yourself? Uh, I'm going to play this as vampire as possible, so he, I am not going to tell him that we've already handled the physical uh, evidence aspect of it. Um. I am going to let him believe, using oblique language and the fact that the Herald is here, that I am in a more official capacity than I am. Okay, so you want to make it seem like you're doing this for the Camarilla, not for covering up your own mess. Correct. Okay. And it's going to go terribly because I have no subterfuge, but I'm going to do it anyway. Well, if Missy were to assist you in some fashion and say some things, we can make this a little bit of a teamwork situation. Teamwork? Yeah, does Missy have anything to uh, contribute to this conversation besides just mean mugging? Isn't mean mugging enough to show that I'm there on business? Or I guess when he mentions, you know, if he's trying to imply that he's there on camera business, then I, I guess I will not at appropriate times and say, mm-hmm. Okay. When needed, without yeah. actually verbally saying anything. Art's going to lean on uh, his status. He's going to use that one point of status. Okay. Uh, I believe status is for uh, kindred society, influences for mortal society. Do I have that right? That sounds correct. Okay. So he's going to lean on his one point of status. Okay. Which I believe was part of the like. Part of the season one wrap up was like you got status as somebody who cleans up messes. Correct. The... Yes, and I made that permanent. I bought. I ended up buying that at the end. Ooh, awesome. We'll throw that in as uh, as an extra die. Okay. Um, and because he's being cutesy about it, we'll go ahead and use subterfuge. Okay. And. Uh, unfortunately, because he is repulsive, I have a minus two to that kind of thing. Uh, you're being manipulative, not not charismaing. Okay, so yeah, so I'm thinking subterfuge manipulation plus one for status, and well, what plus, plus one, one for, for assistance. assistance. And you can always surge and willpower and stuff if you want to make those risks and costs. Uh, yeah, let's go one at a time here. Sure. Uh, three on five. Uh, pretty I good for you. Yeah, feeling pretty good about that. If I willpower it, I can only roll two. I could rouse and try and roll two, but I'll I'll stick with three right now. It feels pretty okay. good. Three is pretty good. 
Uh, it's not really like an opposed role, but more of like a truncating of a long conversation full of, let's be honest, bullshit. Yeah. From people that are trying to avoid saying specific things, but say them in other ways. Cool. So you're going to come out of this from a, uh, you're going to come out of this positioning yourself as like, this is actually like official business, which once that gets across to him, he will start to uh, more easily acquiesce. It's like, okay, this is a Camarilla thing. That means that I need to play politics and be a little bit more uh, forthcoming and not try to uh, take these schlubs for all they're worth. Um, he will air quotes, finish his coffee and throw the cup out, put his hands in his pockets and start, start taking a relaxed posture as you guys are still air quotes eating. And he'll ask, what is the, what is the degree that we want to take this? How complete of a job do we want? Complete enough that she remembers the subject exists, uh, but does not remember the last time she has seen that person. And the husband? Should we bring him in for treatment as well? It would not be necessary to the extent of the wife. But if he has to pick her up after she is discharged, well, it's easy to handle that very quickly, is it not? It might be harder than you expect, given as most pickups are done during business hours. Mm, That is true. No, leave the husband out of it for now. I have... Uh, other resources I can utilize to ensure that uh, all is forgotten with him. It will be, now that I think about it, fairly clean and simple to handle him. He looks to Missy almost for approval of this deal, this set of circumstances, these conditions. After all, he wouldn't want to upset the Camarilla. Um... When he looks at her with that questioning look, she'll just calmly say, do we have an issue? Is there a problem? Just wanted to make sure that if there were any things you wish to add, that you had the opportunity to add them before business was concluded. After all, this is a very delicate situation. Of course. If something comes up, we'll renegotiate later. He looks past you to the car to see, well, I assume blacked out windows. Absolutely. But after seeing that he can't see anything, he'll come back to the conversation. Very well, then. Uh, I will make sure that this is taken care of with the most haste. And of course, at the an appropriate time for discharge. He moves to do handshakes for a bargain well struck. Absolutely. Um, Art will shake his hand, and then afterward, he will reach into a pocket and pull out a small business card. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a normal, like, normal business card you would expect, but 
it's got the hallmarks of a kindred offering services as an architect very well known with the nosferatu and you know especially those who are in the business of designing havens so it's just basically you'll hand it over and say if anything comes up this is my card he picks it up and he looks at it and he you can see a look of confusion when his eyes trace over the architecture part but just gives a hmm and puts it away in a shirt pocket. If there is any other business that you would like to discuss in the future, please feel free to call me. Of course. Uh, he goes to shake Missy's hand as well, if Missy will partake. Of course. Very well. My driver awaits, and I have things to do. Of course. Thank you again, Doctor. I bid you good evening. Tip of the hat, which who was wearing a hat at this hour of night, but you know, he's got a style, right? So do we all. So do we all, indeed. Uh, yeah, and he leaves you guys. Art will watch him get in the car and go, and then he'll turn and look at Missy and say, That should be about everything. I have to. Try and write the letter in Jimmy's hand and offer a small bribe and basically say, Yeah, I don't think I'll be coming back. Don't let Stacy know. She doesn't want to talk about it, I'm sure. I'm really sorry about the other night. And it would just be best if I I move on. I'm gonna go to Oh maybe Pismo Beach. Yes. We'll just say I'm moving to Pismo. I'm going to find a new life. Make sure you add that he is going to go work at like karaoke because he loves karaoke. He's opening karaoke bar on the beach at Pismo. Oh, I love it. It's a happy ending, right? It is the happiest of endings for our Baron. Now how to explain this with everybody else. So where are you guys going to now, then? It's been a long night. I'm feeling a little peckish. Oh, no. How hungry are you? Three times hungry. Oh, no. Um. Well, I already had a snack. Missy, can you eat? I don't think Missy's hungry. That's not what he asked. He asked, could you eat? No. The answer is always yes. No. The answer is not always. Yeah, no, she's not. I see. Coco, where do you want to go? Um, Is it okay if I take a walk in the park, like, by myself? It's my first night of being free for a while, and I promise I'll come home soon. And look, I have a cell phone now. You can track me. I'm sure you already are. No wild stories amongst the homeless people. No killing. If there is a breach in the masquerade, it means I have to clean it up, and it means breaking bones. So please do not. Pinky promise. Okay, pinky promise. The most solemn of vows exchanged between vampires. That's right. Minor boon, major boon, life boon, pinky promise. Pinky promise. So you're going to drop... Coco off to get up to whatever Coco's going to get up to, or the rest, where the other two are you going? Has Art gotten a ping on Jimmy's IROC 
that he took from the mall last night. I pardon, but we're thinking back a little bit. Uh, if memory serves, because I remember Jimmy going on a small crime spree, he did not drive the IROC, so it would be wherever it uh, it normally resides. So, because I have more prescient knowledge of more recent events than you do, I know that Jimmy took the IROC from the mall to a gas station that was in the same parking lot as a like superstore mm. and he left it there went inside the store to buy a ski mask took the ski mask and his tire iron to the gas station robbed the gas station and used the money from the gas station to call a cab and then he took the cab over what an absolutely ridiculous turn of events Absolutely. And that is the next set of things I need to clean up. Provided. Provided. I got a ping on his Iroxy. Uh, I assume that you have it lowjacked or something. I do. Yeah, it would be easy enough for you to go and pick that up. I could also assume that you have at some point made a separate keys. Absolutely. Well, I also did kind of go through his personal effects, so I do have the original keys. Yeah, but that's like way less of an art thing to do than to just have a set of somebody's keys. True, true. But if I didn't take the original keys, they would still be in the evidence locker. Mm, good point. Uh, yeah, you guys can go do whatever you want with the IROC. Okay. So I think Art is, after dropping off Coco, he'll look at Missy and says, are you done for the night or do you still want to do some things? I have a few more tasks in mind. No, I want to make sure that we get this mess cleaned up. Excellent. I know where his car is. We're going to go from there. And so Art is going to hold up a set of keys. They, they're a little smelly because they were in a whole bunch of gore that used to be Baron Jimmy Walton. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's going to drive the Cayenne over to that parking lot and then he'll case it to see what uh, what the car is looking like, what's around the car, see if it's being watched. Cool. Uh, we're going to stick with Coco for a minute. Uh, Coco, you're being dropped off at the same uh, what you call it? the same place that you were dropped off before at the park or where's where do we find yeah. you? Yeah, the same park where, you know, like, I did have a lot of fun scaring those bums. And I promise, I pinky promised that I wasn't going to do it again. But it does feel nice to be finally free and be back here all by myself. Cool. So how are you going about finding something to snack on? Actually, first, I just kind of want to, like, walk to the middle of the park like i know i think where the bums hang out like by that like bridge and stuff and then over there by like the that little pondy situation sure but i kind of want to get on my phone and do a little like internet stalking first okay who are you internet stalking that chick stacy because i found out that she works for my dad so like i want to mm. know just if she's like on his company website and what's her deal 
I had forgotten that you guys had discovered that. Uh, cool. Do you? No, oh, you don't have any points in technology. What would you like to roll to see how much information you could find out? Um. Well, it would. It takes a smart person to use a smartphone. Okay. So, like, definitely intelligence for sure. Okay. And I was thinking technology because it's a smartphone but you don't have any dots in technology so i'm open to other things this is kind of an investigation investigation yeah give me like one more yeah we can do that Uh, i do technically have to ask if you want to uh spend willpower for your one but with one success you're not finding a whole lot of information this is stupid. That means that I'm probably going to have to ask Art. Or your dad. Although it is very no, late at night right now. It's so late. I cannot call him right now. It's like something o'clock in the morning. I'm sure of it. And he would murder me. Well, you know, he would have a little trouble doing that. Well, plus, like, I'm supposed to be out of town. So I'm not even back yet, technically. So I'm still, like, free, free. I definitely am not calling my dad. No. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no. You, there's a lot of Stacy's. It's hard to figure it out. I don't don't know if you have her actual last name. I don't know if she changed it when she was married. And you're like looking up your dad's stuff, and it's it's not really working out too well for you. Yeah, I definitely went through the business. You know, looking at all the pictures of the people. And then he has this, like, ancient Facebook page, okay? So I tried to, like, look at his friends. But, of course, he has them, like, blocked. Even to me. And I'm his daughter. And that's just kind of rude. So I spent entirely too much time on this. Yeah. Sadly, no actual easy-to-find information there. Well, while I'm sitting here, like, alone in the dark in the park is there any creepers that are trying to creep on me let's find out uh do you want what would you think would be a good role to see whether or not you find somebody to eat because there's usually a hunting role involved in finding people yeah but i'm like cute alone in the park way too late like they should be hunting me so maybe streetwise, because I'm trying to use my knowledge of that. I'll take that. And, and what attribute? I, I don't know. Maybe manipulation, because I'm trying to manipulate someone to come eat me. Let's see what happens. Go ahead and roll that, and we'll see uh, where that gets you. Processing. Let me look at this handy-dandy chart that I made, because I actually did stuff that's a population of the entire city. Let's see where I can get something. Uh, and remind me whether or not you are Flesh of Life from last time. I'm pretty sure that I had to this evening because it's been a long night. Has been a long night. And I definitely did when I was like flirting with that cop guy for sure. Oh uh, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Okay, cool. Uh, so I will offer you a, a thing here. You could 
because I was looking for like four because this is outside of your domain. This is someplace else. This is late at night. Uh, sure, you found some bums here earlier, but they're probably excuse me. They're probably asleep because that's where I would be if I uh, had the the choice. Um, so I am happy to offer you. Uh, a success here with a complication that'll happen afterwards. Uh, it'll There's be... always complications when you're dealing with unhinged weirdos in the park this late at night. I mean, you are one of those unhinged weirdos in the park this late at night, so that seems appropriate. Okay, cool. And Coco is a giant complication. Boy, howdy. Cool. So, uh, you think you just found one of the, the transient folks here? Or do you think that it's something else that you oh, found? Oh, no. That snack? Yeah, definitely some um, bad, nefarious person. And I feel like they I want them to talk to me first. Sure. Uh, so there'll be a guy who is clearly, uh, who's clearly living here in the park. He has a a shopping cart that's got some stuff so you can hear him coming so it's not like he's sneaking up on you but as he gets closer he's going to start yelling out to get your attention and when you finally look up he's going to tell you you can't be here this is this is mine uh if you want to be here i have to i have to charge you a a, a toll to to pass through here at this hour it's Sorry, but it's it's regulations. I'm not paying a troll toll, okay? This is like a free country. This is a free bench. And yeah, no, I definitely don't see your name on it. He steps aside from his little shopping cart, comes close to you. Well, that's where you're wrong. My name's on that. He comes up to it to, uh, to get within close proximity to you as... He tries to point to a place on the bench that you can see because you have the light of your cell phone here has had some sort of symbol or marking carved into it that uh, is some kind of some kind of tag or turf marking because you have like your streetwise you know this kinds of things but he is claiming that that marking means that this is his space. But he is right up in your business. Yeah, he's like, actually smells kind of good because he's like an old boozer too, isn't he? Yeah, you can smell, well, B.O., first of all. But as he talks in close proximity to you, you can definitely sell, smell the alcohol on his breath and his rotted teeth. Yeah, Coco probably looks like way too happy about this but he's not even like paying attention to her so she's just got like this slow creepy smile and her eyes are kind of getting a little glazy going for the yum yeah I think as he's looking and pointing I'm just gonna chompy chomp big hug him just tackle him right to the ground sink those fangs in and uh, how much do you want to take this is always an interesting question when it comes to Coco. I'm not allowed to kill him. I'm not allowed to kill him. I just gotta just kind of get the edge off. 
Sure. Do you want to take a bunch of time and take two points from him? Yes, I definitely. De- wait, is the light? Is there a light right here over top of me? Is it like a? a did I? Was I stupid enough to sit on a lit park bench? Uh That's up to you. Are you stupid enough to sit on a lit park bench? God, I hope not, because like it's too late. We're going for two. Okay. Cool. As you take a nice deep drink of this this poor guy and start to uh you won't get drunk because he's not like completely shit faced but maybe just a little comfortable buzz just something that you can know that man all right i'm feeling kind of good uh we're gonna cut away from you before you are uh no, we won't cut away from you. We'll cut away from you in just a second. Um, as you are nearing completion, like you get your two points of hunger, but as you are coming to that, you're going to hear the loud footsteps of somebody who is walking with purpose to let you know that he is approaching you. Uh, and he is coming from the angle so that when you look up with your eyes, fangs still in this guy's neck, you can see the silhouette of a guy who looks a little on the shorter side. Something in the... I don't know how tall is Coco. Because I think this guy's like 5'4 or something like that. Okay. It's not that important. Uh, but this guy looks about you know 5'4. He is well-dressed. He looks very out of place here, especially at this hour. And uh, you can see that he looks kind of rat-like. He's got a long, pointy nose, long whiskers sticking out the side. The few hairs that are on his head are sticking out, but they're not exactly in any kind of way that are manageable. Just kind of like, oh shit. Yep, mouthful of blood, fangs in this dude, and what is probably another vampire looking at you. And that's where we'll cut away to go over to Missy and Art roll it into a parking lot. Uh, how you guys feeling about rolling up? Well, you you tell us. What's it looking like? What's the sitch? It is late as shit at night. Jimmy, being Jimmy, of course, parked the IROC in a prime parking position, which means it's probably under one of the working streetlights so that everybody can see how awesome his car is. And it's one of the closer spots because at this hour and at the hours that uh, Jimmy was active when he left his car here, there wasn't a whole lot of vehicles here. Um, so it's there, it's seeable, it's, it's there, it's visible, and it is pretty close to the the front of the store. The uh, So yeah, the two of you are welcome to circle the parking lot, drive around. If there are questions, comments, we can throw some dice or... Figure out what's going to happen. Uh, we're going to do the usual Shadowrunner bit. Let's do a wits and awareness. Art is going to clock security cameras. Um, see if there's any tickets or anything on the hood. See if there's anything around the vehicle that might suggest that somebody's pissed off at Jimmy. Aside from everybody. Um, anything that seems out of the ordinary we'll say cool let me just look real quick okay uh missy are you assisting yeah i want to look too 
Okay. You guys can either roll separately or you can give I, uh, Art an extra dice. I would say roll separate. Ooh, fishing for good rolls. Damn right. <laughs> we're so good at this. We're the, we're the best. <laughs> we're the bestest. Wow. <laughs> so with six dice for Art and one success and five dice for Missy and one success, uh, I will remind you that you have willpower you can spend. Or we can just go with one success's worth of results. I, I'm going to go with one success worth of results because while I'm trying to clean up this mess, I really don't want to spend the willpower resources on Jimmy. That... That's fine. It's like we can rebuild them, but we don't want to spend a lot of money. <laughs> right. Cool. We're going with the six million peso man here. And Missy's too agitated. She wouldn't. She'll she'll do her quick look and think that's enough. You don't see anything that is like it's not booted. It has all its tires. It's only been here maybe twenty four hours or so. So any anyone that would care hasn't had the opportunity to spot it or to do anything with it. Because even if they spot it, they're like, oh, you know, we'll come back tomorrow night and and fuck with it. But for the moment, it is just sitting there. So, what's your plan? Uh, my plan is to drive this car to a drainage canal and set it on fire. No, that is my dream, is to drive it to the canal and set it on fire. In reality, I'm going to get out of this vehicle, hand it over to you. I'm going to inspect the IROC-Z under the cover of what they usually do to see if it has been tampered with or if any of my handshakes have handshakes attached to those or if for some reason there is a Soviet-made car bomb underneath the driver's seat. Who knows? I have to find these things out. And then I will have to check and see if there is security footage at the uh, S-Mart. And then from there I can continue to make things go away. But... I don't think I'll have to go that far. Really, I have to think about what we're going to tell everyone else. I think I'm going to have to go back into that basement and see what's down there, so when people with questions come to ask those questions, I can make some oblique references, and maybe they will leave us alone. But for right now, immediately, get out of car, check car, get in car, drive car away. As he's speaking, when he says basement... Something kind of clicks in Missy's brain, and she'll just look at him when he's done talking. Say, "Why were we in the basement?" We were in the basement because there is something there. The thing in the basement that we were in process of finding when everything went um, tits up is, is the Americans say, it is the thing that the reason the mall was built. It is contained. It is something being kept in. And the doorway to it is right where I was trying to claw through the wall because it was so exciting. That entire mall is a scheme thought up by the prince of this city with conspirators. I have already told you about this conspiracy. The mall is part of that conspiracy. She'll and, disregard that he's already told her something like, <laughs> listen to half the things you say. In one ear and out of the other, I understand it. You would, 
we went down there to find something and then that's when everything went tits up as you so eloquently put it yes thank you and you want to go back in there yes to find out what it was well we gotta we gotta do something different before we go back in there because i mean you were digging at a wall jimmy almost killed that terrence guy that was kind of funny. Kind of funny. It was. You almost killed him. Terrence can go to the Camarilla at any time. Well, Terrence is not going to go to the Camarilla. How do you know? He's not going to go to the Camarilla because he is just as curious about what is down there as I am. That's why I invited him. I was not expecting Jimmy to decide to leap upon him and beat him to within an inch of his own life. That is why we staked him. But I cannot deny it. It was kind of funny to watch him getting punched in the face. Well, I think before we go back down there, we need to figure out, I don't know, how to make it safer? Let me make a few calls. I think I know some people I can speak with about warding oneself against the undue influence of the unseen. She'll nod. Okay. And then she'll nod at the car. And you're going to dispose of that? I know a couple chop shops. That is tempting, but no. I am going to drive this back to the mall, to its usual space, for the time being. Once the last of the cleanup is complete, we still have to talk to Jimmy's hangers-on and his gang. Once the story is put in place and everything is put together, then I will like as not to have that chopped and parted out and sent away. All right. Especially because you know how much some of those parts are worth. He knows how much every one of those parts is worth. He loves getting paid three times for the same car. So tell me, Mischief, have you ever had any interest in being a baron? If she had blood in her face to drain, it would. It she'll look terrified when you ask her that. It it was it was it was a joke. No, I was trying to make a a funny statement. Look, you got a problem with me. You want to end me? Just do it. No, no, I do not have. A you don't problem. have to put me in place of being barren to just it's, you know, literally not, stab me in the back. No, I. Look, okay, it's happened twice. I get it. It's happened within a calendar gear. I get it. It is not what I meant. I... Well, we do need a baron, though. Yes, and the way that everything is, is working its way out, it is either going to be me or the Camarilla is going to try to take the mole back over. Well, they find out what you're digging into. They will. Then it will have to be me. Uh, I don't know. Well, it can't be Coco. No, agreed. And I do not wish to cause you any more undue stress by suggesting that you do this. Oh, I just don't want to end up, you know, staked. That seems to be the uh, retirement plan for Baron's. Now you understand why I wanted to stay in the shadows. And now I yeah. cannot. 
well, what if we what if we brought Terrence in and made him the Baron? That way we can keep tabs on him, keep an eye on him, and if we have to, he's right there. We can, you know, get rid of him. Like so many Barons before. Uh, yeah, I don't want to be the the next one. Uh, why don't we bring Terrence, and then we can just kind of tell him it's, you know, as um, you know. To make good on what happened to him. That is a tempting proposition. However, Terence is still largely unknown. I feel that putting him in a position of authority without him being as malleable as Jimmy was may not be the best ideal for us. He may try to get in the way. I do like Terrence. I don't want to have him murdered just yet. I still have to get the keys to his library. She'll throw her hands up. Fine, fine. I'll be the Baron. Fine. You will? Are you just saying that? Of course I'm just saying it. Okay. Of course I'm just saying it. I don't want to be the Baron. I don't want to end up, you know, like the other Barons. Jimmy was barren because he wanted to be barren. And it was easier for the rest of us because it meant his ego was massaged and I could take care of everything. Yes, and that's what we need to do. You need to remain in the shadows. Not because of your horrible, horrible looks, but because you just do better there. It's true, I do. And you're right. We can't have Coco. She's too young and too irresponsible and... If you won't let Terrence do it, then that just leaves... God, am I our best option right now? I could always invite the lesser represented clans of the kindred. And we can make a somewhat communist barony. Where we all have an equal say? Oh, yeah. So today is when you decide to hold your little revolution. No. No, we're not doing that. No. We're not drawing more attention from the Camarilla by creating some weird communist compound. Technically, it's already a communist compound. It's just they hold all of the people's power. (laughs) Sliding away from the two of you having... Uh, socioeconomic <laughs> debates upon ruling things. Uh, we come back over to Coco. Uh, fangs deep in this dude. And uh, <clears throat> this guy in a nice little turtleneck and some nice slacks. Nice shoes that don't really look like they belong out here. Uh, makes his existence here known. Makes no motions to stop you but just stands there, clasps his hands in front of him, and uh, just waits patiently for you to finish. Yeah, I'm big time done now, so I just kind of, you know, set the man down on the bench and, you know, just slurp my lips and stuff and keeping my eyes on this rat. Fink looking dude. He's definitely a rat fink looking dude. Do you think that Coco remembers that she needs to lick the wound? 
yes, we've been over this a hundred thousand times and I am not getting in trouble tonight. Okay. Good news. Uh, let me let me roll some dice real quick to see if this guy notices you. Or not notices you, but knows who you are. Oh boy. So he comes up, he takes two of his fingers and licks them and then wipes at his eyebrow. There's like four hairs there. And as immediately after taking his fingers, they pop back out farther than their head. It's like, hey, uh, good evening. Um, hi. Hi. He steps up next to you, looks down at the guy that is now fully asleep because that's what happens when you're very drunk and have, are a couple of pints low. So I appreciate you not killing him. That's that's a good start, because uh, you know this is kind of part of my territory, and uh, I don't recall giving you permission to, you know. I am so sorry. Um, yeah. I didn't. I I I didn't mean to. He's just a big smile. Like you're like I'm sorry. And he's like uh huh. Yup. Oh, that's that's too bad, sweetheart, because, uh, well, we got rules, and, uh... Is this about the troll toll? Because no, I no, just thought that, that was drunk bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's drunk bullshit. He's trying to scam you, but, you know, no, this is about our rules, the emotions between the two of you, indicating, you know, kindred rules. And the, uh, yeah, I didn't mean what. What? Um, sorry, sir. Um, oops. his eyes get real big, and he looks at you like, mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry. Okay. Well, can that's I go a, now? No. How? Uh, how are we gonna make this up to me? Because uh, this is quite the grievous offense. Um. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of really poor, and I just got a cell phone. Do you want a phone? No, I don't want your phone. I'm open for, I guess, some suggestions. We have to start, like, what I know about negotiations because I watch that, like, show on TV where it's, like, deal or no deal or something. They, like, start here and then they work their way there and then somehow they wind up in the middle. So you have several dots in politics and have been kindred long enough that those can apply to various kindred politics uh art has i am sure been very thorough in your education into the what it takes to be kindred right art art and elizabeth art art offered elizabeth a boon to make sure that coco got properly trained yeah so like you know sure uh sadly this guy's a scumbag of one of the highest orders God, it is Fina's dad. <laughs> uh, so he's going to look at you like, good news is, is I know who you are. So that means that we can skip a lot of the things. Because unless things have changed in the past couple of nights, and I don't think that they have, that means my good cousin Art is uh, actually on the hook for any motions to the guy for all of this. Um. I didn't catch your name, though. Oh, you may call me Mr. Bishop. 
Okay, hi, Mr. Bishop. So you know Art. You guys are cousins. You like don't really look a lot alike, though. It it's a Nosferatu thing. You have cousins too. You probably just don't fucking know them. Yeah. Um. So can we not call him? Cause I'm kind of supposed to stay out of trouble tonight. Oh, honey, you're not in trouble. You just, you know, you you owe me now. Like a bum. No, Maybe. you don't need to bring me a bum. But you know, now you you in the pocket. And at some point, I'm going to have to call up on you to get a favor. And then you're going to have to do this thing for me. And you don't really get to say no. That, I mean, what about if I just, like, take you to my club one night and you can get, like, a VIP situation? And that could be payment enough and we can call it a day. I tell you what. If it turns out to be a night where I wish to go to your club and enjoy your wonderful VIP amenities, I will let you know, and then we can consider it completed. But until that time, well, you in the pocket. So if there's something that I need doing and I call you up, you're going to be doing. He's just kind of like, okay, but like, are people saying that my club is wonderful, but for real? Thanks. Okay, I guess not. That's fine, too. Um, can I, like, just give you the number to this phone so that you don't call Art? Because, like I said, I'm supposed to be not in trouble. That would work out fine. And we'll, uh, you know, we got plenty of time for you to make up for this little transgression here. Yeah, like forever and ever and stuff, right? Something along those lines. It's kind of nice, isn't it? Get all this time for our investments to come to fruition. Um. Yeah. Thanks. Um. Mr. W- Mr. What again? I'm sorry. Bishop. Yeah, Mr. Bishop. Thanks. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. I'd offer you whatever he's got, but he ain't got much, if anything. Uh, yeah, sorry again. I. No, nah, it's fine. He had the time of his life, didn't you, pal? And he gives him a nudge with his foot, and the guy does not respond. He's completely unconscious. They always love it when you you know give him a little, and he licks his lips slash fangs. Just like a little half an involuntary shudder, because it's like kind of gross. <laughs> Well, slaps his hands on his thighs and goes to sit up. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. I appreciate you stopping by for a little dining. If, uh, yeah, no, uh, please don't do it again because this is mine. All right. Um, is it cool if I take like a slow walk through the park before I go, or is this like a bye quickly? I tell you what, I'm going to leave because we've only got a little bit of time before and he points up towards the sky, you know. So I'm going to get home to the missus and have myself a good night before uh, before I tuck in for the day. Okay, thanks. Bye, Mr. Bishop. 
he begins walking away, waving over his shoulder at you. Toodles. Koga just, like, walks out of the park, like, arms down at her sides, like, not even cute walking. Just, like, fuck, I can't do anything right kind of a walk. Not even looking at your phone? No, because there's no one or nothing on my phone that's going to help me right now. And I just... Nothing's going to change between, like, tonight and tomorrow night. So all of this bullshit, like, you know, it, it can fucking wait till tomorrow. Isn't being immortal fun? Oh, yeah. It's, like, lovely. And Art is probably going to shit himself. So does he actually? That's a question. I don't want to know. Never mind. Over the past, you know, time since you've been a vampire, you have not shit. So... Take that for whatever that's worth. Yeah, I'm spending way too much time on this, too. Fuck. Uh, are you going anywhere in particular now, or are you just, uh, you just done for the evening? I'm go going home. I'm going back to my apartment. My apartment, because I'm finally allowed to go there. Yeah, like it's been a long time, and I want to get like a shower and wash the pour off of me before I go to bed in my own bed in my own apartment. Cool. Uh, cutting back over to the car for a little bit. How are you guys uh, discussing the importance of? seizing the means of production. All right, fine. If you're not going to let me apply power due to a mandate to the masses, maybe we should bring the three Mary in. At least he would be feeling grateful for the amount of punishment that Jimmy put him through. He can live like a king for six, eight months, and then we see where it goes, okay? All right, all right. If so, fine. So back to having Terrence then as the Baron. Yes, fine. We'll have Terrence okay. as Baron. Fine. I mean, we'll talk to him and see if he can be as flexible as Jimmy was. I mean, I don't think we're going to get anybody as, you know, putty-like as Jimmy. Not without um, a significant amount of blood bonding, and you know how we all feel about that. Yeah. All right. It's It'll be well. It it will be discussed in the next few nights. Um, I have other possibilities in the back of pocket if um, the prince decides uh, more must be done since Jimmy's disappearance. Eh, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Eh, I'm going to go look at this car. Enjoy driving the Porsche. It is a dream. I'm very glad I bought this car. Um. Yeah. Unless you'd rather drive the IROC Z, we have to get the car out of here. I'm sorry. Is the Porsche an automatic or is it a stick? Because it's an automatic. Oh, good. I was going to say if it's a stick. Okay. Uh. All right. No, I'll I'll take it back to the mall. It'll be perfect. I'll have uh, Keith meet me there to pick me up. And she'll pull her phone out to text Keith. Another successful evening. And Mm. uh, Art will leave the uh, key fob in the center console, and he'll roll out of the car. Figuratively, not literally. And um, we'll go ahead and obfuscate so he can do a more 
thorough investigation of the car. So we're going to start with the rouse check, which means I get hungrier, but I'm also invisible. And I'm going to do me and intelligence and investigate specifically on the car. See if there's anything out of the ordinary. Three successes on six dice. 50%. That's what it should be. Uh, the good news is, is you have all the time in the world. Nobody is going to be able to see you hanging outside this uh, S-Mart here. So while you don't have all, all the time in the world, uh, you do have the until sunup, basically, to take a look at this car. Uh, you don't see any evidence that it has been messed with at all. It seems to have been drove here by Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy seems like the kind of guy that would park like an asshole, so probably parked slightly like an asshole. Um, it seems completely, completely as you would expect it to be. All right, then we'll do a quick sense the unseen. Sure, that is free, so feel free to just... Uh... Oh, that's... Uh... Oh, that's a messy crit. Okay. Cool. Uh... What is it? He has to know. He has to know all about it. He has to discover these secrets. What secrets lie under the S-Mart? <laughs> uh, the good news is, is there's nothing that I need to worry about in this situation. You will see that same apparition. We'll call it an apparition because this is the second time you've seen it. And it's been a completely different situation and circumstances. So, like, hmm, all right. Second time, it's clearly something more important. Um, but you will see this apparition of a guy in a construction outfit, like overalls, tool belt, etc. Uh, and he is just kind of lingering around, uh, watching the two of you. And then as you watch Missy drive off, you will watch him go after Missy, just floating through the air. As a as a ghost, going to find whatever it is that she's doing. Oh ho! Art is promptly going to get into this Irox Z. He's not gonna futz with the stereo or something, so I'm sure it's gonna be blaring Miami Vice. But he is going to follow that ghost. Uh, the good news is, as a member of the undead, the super loud music does not uh, truthfully damage your ears. Not in any meaningful way. Uh, that being said, uh, Missy, as you're driving off, uh, you you doing anything in the car? No, she's already texted uh, Keith. She's driving to the mall. She's not doing anything. Cool. Uh, after a little bit, you will notice that the IROC is following you. Uh, probably came up on you quicker than what you were driving. If I had to take a guess, uh, are, are you doing anything to as you're chasing the car slash ghost, or are you just following along? Um, so if that ghost is keeping pace with the Porsche that Missy is driving, mm -hmm. I think like after a couple of turns, Art is going to um, he's going to reach for his phone, not find it because it's in the Faraday bag that's at the glove box of the 
uh, Porsche. And then he's going to swear and then snap his fingers, reach into another pocket. He's got a burner phone there that he turns on, waits for it to turn on, and then he'll dial the car because the car has its own phone line. Of course it does. Uh, Missy, the car begins to ring. Uh, look around and figure out how to answer the car. There should be a uh, phone icon on the... Yeah, uh, I figure there's a yeah. thing. Yeah. Hello? Mischief, mischief, mischief. There it is. You know, you remember how we were talking and you said that um, in order to, to see uh, spirits and the unseen and things like that, it just kind of happens, yes? It, it's happening. It's happening right now. You're being followed by a ghost and not just me, an actual spirit. An apparition is following you in the car right now and I am following him and it is amazing. Can you see him? She yes. checks the rear view mirror. Can she see anything? Roll me your uh, resolve plus all specs. Should be Boop. five dice total. With two successes, uh, you won't immediately see what he's talking about because you're you're driving, you're focused on what you're doing. But when Art saw him, first of all, Art rolled a, a crit. But mm-hmm. uh, after a few seconds of driving and checking your mirrors, you will see this guy who looks like he was in some sort of construction worker. Uh, transparent, and he is kind of just floating behind at the same speed that you're going, and not truly hiding his presence. Like He's not being sneaky. He's just flying through things because he's a ghost, so you know, what does he care about oncoming traffic or anything? And he looks like a construction worker. Yeah. Hmm. Not like uniform, but like tools, good boots, that kind of thing. Okay, Art. Let's say I believe you. You believe me? No, let's say I believe you. Okay, I say it. I believe you. Yes. Um... <laughs> I will continue driving at the mall because I don't think I should stop here. Go to the mall, park the car at a pretty secluded spot, and um, we'll go from there because I I don't really know how to handle a ghost. Okay. Yes. Yes. I like this. I like this. I... Hmm... Construction worker. I I have theories, but we will discuss them when we get back to Mall. Yes, let us go. But I, I wanted to make sure that you could see him. And if you can see him, then it means that I am not going crazier than I already am. He says to the Malkavian. Look, you did let him drink your blood. <laughs> uh, okay. She'll disconnect the call. and uh, So now she gets to drive. While also looking to make sure the ghost is behind them, behind her, driving to the mall. How do you handle a ghost? You are very much the wrong person to ask. Very much. You guys just going back to the mall? Yeah, unless yeah. The, unless that ghost breaks off, that is what is going to happen. Yeah, unless the ghost is making a, a turn somewhere. Nope. 
ghost is happy to follow you all the way back to the mall. And when you arrive at the mall, uh, Missy will notice it first because, you know, you're the one that's being followed. The ghost will pause for a moment as you park the car. When you get out to start heading and start walking towards the mall, it will zoom into the mall and be lost behind the wall so that you, you know, can't see it. Uh, as Art pulls up a few moments later, where did he go? Where did he go? It's in the mall. If he's in the, he went into the mall. Nobody goes into the mall. That's what we've been trying to change. He's a ghost. He went through the wall. What am I supposed to do? Flag him down? I, I, I don't honestly know. I don't think just... he knows. I don't think he realizes I can see him. He's a ghost. He might think nobody can see him. No, he knows I can see him. This is the second time I've seen him tonight. When was the first time? Um, after I went and met with my contact and got the um, the police report. When I was coming back to the car and you and Coco were playing 20 questions and I am girl, I am the Camarilla girl. Uh, I saw him in the middle of the street and we locked eyes and he ghosted away. So you've had a ghost following you the whole night. We've been cleaning up the Jimmy mess and you didn't bother to mention? No. He's following you. He's following me. He followed you, yes. The first time was happenstance. The second time, not coincidence. I assume that you just, as you go along in your evenings, that there is ghost. Boom, there it is. Don't believe I've killed any construction workers. Well, I know I haven't killed any construction workers, but the man looked like he had starved to death. And he went into the mall and... <gasps> Do what? you think he was one of the people who built the mall and he fell into the thing behind the wall that the mall was built to protect? Art pops out a cigarette and lights it. He, This is super good. <laughs> this is the best. We can always go back down there and see if he's there. We could. Do you want to go right now? I'll go right now. Okay. Art is just, he's going to, like, cackle, and he's going right into the mall, and he's completely forgotten that the elevator is, is destroyed, but he's a kinder, yeah. so it doesn't matter. <laughs> As we transition away from the two of you, we go over to Coco to close out for this evening. Coco, uh, tell me about your apartment that you come back into. Well, duh, um, I think that we probably had it because I wasn't allowed to stay here for a long time. So Art probably had it cleaned because, you know, I wasn't going to be around. And Jade also wasn't allowed to stay here, right? She had to go get some space from me or whatever. So it's just been empty and sad. There's probably some old, like, people food somewhere in the fridge that's, like, rotten and disgusting. And maybe, like, one of those blood bags that, you know, just kind of are around, you know, my arts and, like, disarray. Because I only was able to take the stuff that I could afford to buy, you know what I mean, with my, like, crap salary. So, just, it's nice coming home. 
let's cover that jade issue right now through a little as you're walking around cleaning up a little bit of stuff we we cycle back to a memory of the conversation between art and coco about jade and what's supposed to be done with her yeah it's pretty sad i'm supposed to like make a decision like do i want to keep my best friend with me for like ever or do i want to set her free like some kind of like baby bunny or something that is the question you don't have to make a decision now like not right now okay like i can keep putting this off because i don't want to like i'll I'll get to see her again soon, and then, like, then we'll know. Like, when we're together, we'll know. You could keep putting it off, yes. But you do have to remember, while we are ageless, timeless beings, the kind are not. Things change very quickly, especially now. The person that you saw last week is not the same person that you will see tonight and is not going to be the same person in three or six months. I prefer to say strike while the iron is hot, but Jade is not my best friend. Jade is your best friend. She was your ghoul. She could be again. And while I respect that she is a human being with thoughts and feelings, we are not. It is entirely your decision what she does. You can make that decision for her, or you can allow her to make her own decision. I leave it to you, because she is yours. But, like, what if she decides to not stay with me forever? That would just crush me, and I would have no friends then. You're only my friend because, like, they're making you, I swear. We are family, but if she does not want to stay and you disagree with that decision, you have the power to change it. All that is required is that she has some of your blood, and that is all. Or... You take the time to reflect and evolve. Find new friends or find a way to get through on life without having them. While we are immortal, timeless beings, it does not mean we stay rooted in uh, the last moments of our lives. I was not always capitalist. I changed with the times, even if I am removed from them. Yeah, but, like, I'm still young. Like, we're still young. So I'm working on it, okay? Like, I'm going to, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to give her her decision and then we'll just go from there. Like, I, I don't, I don't want her to have to give up everything just, like, for me. But, like, there's, I don't think there's anything out there. Except, you know, me. You said it yourself. You are young. Jade is young. If she remains your best friend forever, you can make that happen. Although, if you want it to be forever, forever, that is a discussion that is to be had with the Baron. And 
with the prince of the city. We have to get permission, and it's going to be a long time. But, as I said, if she does make the decision that you do not want, you have the power to change it. So I suppose the real question is, is she your best friend? Or is she your position? That just kind of hangs. That's just all that Coco's thinking about right now as she's like going through her apartment. Like, you know, there's pictures of us having fun in the cute little frames here and there all over the place. So is she my best friend or is she like my little toy? October 11th, 2023. Uh, and I have recently started watching Lucifer with the Sus. And it is good. I watched the first couple seasons, but then I kind of stopped. Goldfish watches it and likes it. Uh, we we just finished the first season. or like one episode in the season two. But, you know, that's a perfect segue into a recap for what happened last time. Yeah, that's what did happen last time. Uh, I I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? You are the storyteller. Tell us a story. Uh, I I'm not good at writing a novel, so. Uh, um, I think I know. So I I think I know a couple of the key points, but I want to know what you, the key points to the the group of you all is. Um, Terrence left. Mm-hmm. Cookie no longer has to work at the hotel. Hooray! And I'm sorry, Coco no longer has to cook at the or work at the hotel. Um, and are we not on our way to the doctors, Doctor Baines? We are correct. We are on our way to the doctor to do something. I thought that I was busy seducing a cop. You definitely got that cop's number, and I want to say I wrote down a name somewhere for him, but. Oh, I did. It's Officer Tyler V. Varner. Mm. Mm. He had loose lips. And he will sink the ship. Cool. Uh, who else remembers some stuff that happened? Because there are things that happened that I remember. Um, Art snuck into Jimmy's sister's house to acquire evidence. And clean things up. Also, he switched out Jimmy's bones with bones from a skeleton from Spirit Halloween. And he cracked a femur and had a little sip. And now he has access to just about all of the disciplines. Almost all of them. Uh, let me take Just about. Look. Gotta catch them all. Soon. Um... And Missy had another premonition, right? There's one of the things. Yeah. Oh, wow, you're just missing blood sorcery. Okay, yeah. Uh, do you remember what your pre your premonition entailed? No. No? No. Do you remember what you, were tried to, what you tried to premonition about? 
a way out of the mess, right? Yeah. I wanted to find a, a way out of this mess with Jimmy. Yes. And, and your premonition involved a, a snake that is eating itself. That's right. And it involved some something that looked like roots. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I told I, I, I told the premonition because Art's able to figure them out faster than I am. Cool. Uh, I can't come up with a funny name for not Walmart. Um. Doesn't need to have a funny name. Yeah. I won't say H Mart because H Mart is actually cool. What about S Mart? Eh, S Mart works. It should be in the public uh in the public domain by now. Maybe. We'll see. Nobody listens to this that would be in the uh But if they are, you know where to find us. Yeah, reach out. Collab. Yo, Ash Williams calls us up. I will lose my shit. Not Ash Williams. You know, Bruce Campbell. You know what I meant. Yes. Uh, Dove. He can live like a king for six, eight months, and then we see where it goes, okay? Kill him, too. Don't tell the audience that. Okay. Give away our secrets. Oh, please. If we kill him, that's it. Missy will never be barren because it's just a death sentence completely. Um, the Frank from success. <laughs> this Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.